food bloggers. Hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta. I have been a food blogger for 13 years, so I understand how isolating food blogging can be. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger, including you, know that you are heard and supported. Welcome to 2024, everyone. This is the new year. This is the year for you to grow and do big things and take big leaps in your life and in your business and level up and so many other good things. And I'm just overflowing with excitement for you and what this year will bring for you. I couldn't think of anyone better to invite onto the podcast to start the year than Andrea Libros. She joins me in this interview to talk about this acronym that she put together, which will help you to be a bigger thinker. Andrea is from andrealibros.com. And she also recently published a book called She Thinks Big, which aligns absolutely perfectly with the topic, obviously. Inside this episode, she talks through her acronym, which is TRUST, what each of those letters means, and how you can use this acronym to help guide you through your year in the best possible way. You are going to be so inspired by this episode. I loved everything Andrea had to say. I'm even feeling just extra pumped up and ready to tackle the future and my business. So I hope this does the same thing for you. This is episode number 477 sponsored by Rank IQ. Hello there, food bloggers. Are you wanting to tap into additional revenue and improve your site experience for your users? If you're saying yes to all of this, then Chicory might be a really great fit for you. Chicory is a leading monetization platform for food bloggers, enabling you to integrate highly relevant shoppable ads into your recipe content and earn revenue from top CPG brands. Chicory's hyper-contextual ads and shoppable technology will help you improve your site experience and engagement, allowing your readers to go from inspiration to checkout in just a few clicks. Enjoy easy installation and ongoing access to the Chicory team at zero cost to you. Chicory makes it easy to track your earnings, optimize your blog content using recipe insights, and connect with its team. Here is a testimonial from a happy Chicory user. Quote, cooking and baking is my passion. Chicory makes it simple and easy for me to share that passion with the where is my spoon audience, providing a seamless purchasing journey for my readers and an effective monetization model for my blog. End quote. That is from Adina Beck from Where Is My Spoon. Head over to eblogtalk.com forward slash resources, scroll down to the Chicory logo and click that button that says learn more about Chicory. Or you can go to chicory.co forward slash food bloggers to learn more and to sign up. Now back to the episode. Andrea Libros is a coach and speaker. She is also the Time to Level Up podcast host and author of She Thinks Big, the entrepreneurial woman's guide to moving past the messy middle and into the extraordinary. She is known for helping high achievers make the shift from overwhelm to freedom so they stop thinking small and start thinking big. She guides women to create their own secret success sauce by combining two ingredients, the right mindset and solid systems. 
Head to andreaslinks.com to access her podcast, her book, her coaching, and to take her productivity and business freedom finder quizzes now. That's andreaslinks.com. Andrea, how are you? So good to talk to you again and have you on the podcast again. How's it going today? It is going well. Thanks for having me back. Yes. So happy to have you here. I love this topic and I think we're going to have this published right at the start of the year. So it's going to be a really just inspiring, empowering topic to kick off the year. So thank you for being our 2024 Kickstarter. (laughs) No problem. that's That's quite an honor. I would love to kickstart the year. Okay, before we get into it, though, do you have another fun fact to share with us? Yes. So we, over the past, really honestly, three years, have built a house. And we are now almost, well, by the time you're listening to this, I pray to God we're in the house. We'll <laughs> be in the house by Halloween. <laughs> and and I've really realized that building a house is very much like building a business. Ah. So I think if you think about that, if anyone has ever done that, think about the similarities and there are lots. Oh, so that's my fun fact. So it's been going for three years. You're, you've been building. We bought a lot in October of 2020. Oh, wow. So we're moving in hopefully by November of 2023. So there you go. Oh, and just think how amazing it's going to feel, right? When you're in. Oh, yes. well, congratulations on that. And then also you just wrote a book and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but all of these new things popping up. All of these new things. The book is like, if someone told me writing, writing a book, publishing a book is like birthing a baby. And I would agree with that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After my cookbook experience, I completely agree with that. That was like, my delivery was short and painful. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Oh, funny. Okay. So let's talk about the topic at hand, which is big thinking. I think we all can get into the track of that smaller thinking. And then it just kind of becomes a habit, honestly, like Mm -hmm. depends on who you surround yourself with. And then you just keep thinking the same things over and over. And that small thinking is like, your standard, right? So it is. Yeah. The small thinking is like the safe thinking, yes. right? It's it's usually comfortable. It's it's really based on where we are right now, today, in the moment. And even if we don't, the interesting part about it, as I did this research, even if where where we are right now is overwhelming or we don't even love it, it's still the comfort zone. And that is really what I. But it's kind of, to me, small thinking. It's not pushing you out into something different, new, or a change. Yeah. The comfort zone is very comfortable. (laughs) It is. It is. 100%. So I'm curious to pick your brain on this a little bit. Like, How uncomfortable do you feel like we should get? Because there's uncomfortable that's like unsafe and a threat to your life. But how uncomfortable do you recommend getting on a... Like just on a daily basis when you're thinking like, okay, I'm really safe. I'm really comfy. I want to do something Mm -hmm. to push myself. How uncomfortable do we go? So what I like to say is if we're trying to, you know, think bigger, right, then and not stay in this small thinking, we really have to access our future you. So there's the past you, there's the present you, and then there's the future you. So on a daily basis, you're totally in your present you. A hundred percent. A lot of times we're just trying to get through the day, right? So doing what's, what seems normal and, and comfortable. But if we're going to try to push ourselves, what we have to do is we've got to go to the person 
who is a year from now or three years from now, five years from now, that future you, I call it future you, who has achieved their wildest dreams, who has created a business and a life they love, who has done whatever they're thinking about that is not happening right now. So future you, like I always like to say when I was writing this book, okay, I had to go to the future me who had published the book, who had hit bestseller, who had used the book as a vehicle to help thousands and thousands and millions of women, who also had had used it to help grow a business, like all those things. I had to go to that future me and ask her, okay, what do you think I should do today? Or, you know, when, when the times were like, why am I doing this? Should I just throw in the towel? Okay, future you, what do you think? Well, the answer usually is no, you need to keep going. Or here's the next best step. The future you knows all of the answers. The past you, I like to just say the past you is a teacher. It is not a fortune teller, right? So even though we all like to go, well, here's a little background. It actually doesn't matter the background Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just in the past. And the present you kind of like we were talking about is usually pretty comfortable and staying in its lane. And I don't want to say thinking small, but thinking just get it done. Mm. get it done. So you really I, like accessing that future you who is the person you want to be. That's my, that's kind of what, what a big thinker is and what I think we need to do on a daily basis to continue to um, like feed, I call it like feed that inner nudge. Cause I think if anyone's listening to this podcast, you probably have this sort of like inner nudge, like yes. I can do this. I want to do that, right? So if we're trying to feed that inner or that nudge, we've got to go ask future you what to do. What if someone's hearing you and just thinking like, this sounds really great, but I don't know how to access future me. Yeah. How do we do that? Okay. Through the past year in writing this book, I've created this acronym, TRUST, T-R-U-S-T. And this really sums up how you do this, right? (laughs) How do you do this? So T stands for thought options. Okay. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is everything we're thinking is optional. It is a choice. Like this morning when I woke up and was like, okay, today I'm talking to Megan. All right. I had so many things I could think. I could think, I don't really know if I want to do a podcast today. (laughs) I could think, oh, good. I, last time I talked to her, that was super fun. Glad we're getting on the phone. I could think, Geesh, I have so many other things that I need to be doing. I could think, oh, I'm so happy to talk to her audience because they're, you know, amazing women who want to be big thinkers. Like all of those are options, Mm. right? They're all options. And I get to choose what I want to think. So I love to picture a waiter walking around a wedding with past hors d'oeuvres and he comes up to you and he says, take one. And he kind of puts the tray right up to your right up to you. And you look down on the tray and you get to choose what hors d'oeuvre or you want off of that tray. Do you want the bruschetta? Do you want the shrimp cocktail? Do you want the spinach square? What do you want? That's like your tray of options. So those are like your thought options. So you have options. Big thinkers recognize that they have options. And this isn't, this isn't easy to, yeah. to shift into this mindset of like, oh my gosh, really? I have options? Yeah. I could think that? Yeah, you totally could. We like to think what we're thinking is total factual. Like it must be this way. Yeah. 
And that's just not the case. So that T in trust. Because it's been like that forever. <laughs> yeah. The T in trust stands for thought options. And don't you think this takes, I mean, this takes practice. Like you've got to do it once. And then once you do it once, you're like, oh, I did it. Yay. I realized I have options. And then you can repeat it again. Yes. It, t- it totally takes practice. And I think with my clients, one of the biggest things that we work on is the getting good at this. So sometimes they will send me Voxer messages. I use Voxer a lot. They'll be like, okay, Andrea, here's what I'm thinking, but give me some options. I can't even like imagine what else I could be thinking. Right. So, and these are people that could have been, and I need options myself. Like uh, it's hard for, it's hard for us to do this. You do get better at it with practice, but it is something that kind of you need to work on just like any other skill. Yeah. Okay, what's the R in trust? Okay, so R stands for the real problem. Okay, so here's the thing. When we're sitting in our at our house, at our kitchen table, or at our desk, or whatever, and we're wondering, hmm, where do I go from here? Or if like, we're looking at 2024, right? We've got 12 months ahead of us. What should I be doing? Okay, and we kind of, most of the time, we can come up with a couple ideas, but then we stop ourselves. Okay. Because we see something problematic, some obstacle in the way. Well, the real problem or the real obstacle is not the, the money in your bank account. It is not the number of followers you have. It is not the fact that you can't seem to perfect your process. The real problem is a negative feeling. The thing that gets in our way of big thinking is really our desire to not have negative feelings. Mm. Okay. We don't want to feel frustrated. We don't want to feel disappointed. We don't love feeling overwhelmed. We don't want to feel stress. Right. So the problem, again, is not like the tangible external things, the number of followers, the process, the money in the bank account. Those are all external. The real problem is internal. And it's really us not wanting to feel that negative feeling. So what it comes down to, that's it. So how do we, I'm assuming we need to feel that negative feeling sometimes, right? And work through it. We do. We totally do. Like you, you can't feel, feel the opposite unless you've experienced it, right? Yeah. So what I like to say is there's, what's the worst thing that can happen if you feel frustrated? Like nothing, (laughs) right? You're just frustrated. What's the worst thing that can happen if you experience stress? Well, stress is like a human, it's human. Like we all experience stress. The worst thing that can happen is really nothing. So you have to just recognize that it's okay to feel this way. And it is only temporary. And by being okay with feeling it, there's always something better on the other side. Like I love to say, there's always, everything you ever wanted is on the other side of uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, you just have to accept there's no real problem. It's just the way you, it's just a feeling. And that's not even a problem in really either because you're human and you experience these feelings. It's normal. So just like, stop. Here's something I've been doing lately. I think is what you're saying is just when I don't feel good, like overwhelm or frustration, whatever, I just have been stopping, like setting everything down and just kind of sitting with it. Like I'll look outside. It's really pretty right now. There's pretty leaves. I'll just sit 
and kind of, yeah. you know, like just not do anything, kind of let it pass through me, let, let myself feel it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I'm talking and about. And you're right. Nothing happens. The world doesn't explode. Nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens. Nothing happens. In fact, it's probably, yeah, it's like, it's good because on the other side of that, it's like, okay, I dealt with that and it wasn't a big deal. And it boosts confidence too. Like I can do this. This is not a big deal. No. Yeah. It is not a big deal. Okay. Moving on to you. Okay. So you is stands for uncertainty. Okay. So we have to embrace uncertainty. We have to be okay with not knowing exactly what's going to happen because the fact of the matter is we don't know exactly what's going to happen today, tomorrow, next week, right? But we don't love that. We want to feel in control. We want to feel like we have our act together. We want to know the plan. Now, I'm all about a yes. plan, too, so don't, 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 let's, I don't want to say I don't want a plan. But we have to be okay with the unknown or else it's really going to get in our way. Like I, in the book, I talk about the nine most common fears entrepreneurial women face and fear of the unknown is at the top, right? No one loves it. No one wants to not know what's going on or what's going to happen in the future, but that is just the fact of the matter. So you have to embrace not knowing exactly. Yeah. That's hard. I think that is totally. Hard. I hear this so much in the food blogging space. People just want to know with all the uncertainty right now, we've had a we just had a big Google update and the AI and there's like so many concerns and mm-hmm. people I think that's like the number one frustration or or thing that makes people the most scared right now is just like not knowing what's coming. Yep. Yeah. Not knowing what's coming. It is it is the thing that scares people the most. You are 100%. Right. But guess what? Like, do we ever know what's coming? No. Right. Exactly. No, we don't. Like something terrible could happen in our industry without, without any indication. So yeah. we have all of these other little indicators, like maybe something will go down, but we don't actually know that. No, we don't know that. We also don't give equal airtime to all the great things that could happen. Okay. So when we when we do this like I don't know what's going to happen kind of thing, we kind of call it like the I call it the blank spot of impending catastrophe. Like we think something catastrophic could happen, but we don't give credit or or equal airtime to all the amazing things that could happen. What if I do succeed? Right? What if this is a bestseller? What happens if by the end of 2024 I have created a whole new branch of my business and it, the whole business has shifted, right? I could have never yeah. imagined. So all of that is out there too. And that's unknown, but we don't give that what I call equal airtime. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love that. I wrote that down. We don't give equal airtime to the good things. That's so true. Hello there, awesome food bloggers. Taking a really quick break to chat about Rank IQ. I love this keyword research tool, and you've heard me talk about how much it has helped to grow my traffic on my own blog, Pip and Ebby. I obviously love the traffic growth I've experienced, but I'll tell you about an additional reason I love this tool so much, which is how quickly I can publish a post compared to my pre Rank IQ days. 
One, I don't do as much searching on the front end of the process of deciding on a keyword because there are so many ideas just waiting for me right inside the keyword library. Because of this, I dig into the writing portion really quickly and with laser focus. Two, I write each post with confidence because each keyword has been handpicked, promising low competition and high search volume. With other tools, I approach each keyword with hesitation because I really don't know how each one will perform or whether it's going to produce traffic for me. And three, the Rank IQ Optimizer is the best optimizer out there, no joke. It provides very specific words and phrases to use in my content. This makes the writing process go so quickly and smoothly as the optimizer acts as my guide leading the way to a comprehensively written post. Go to rankiq.com to sign up and check it all out for yourself. Now back to the episode. I don't know if you find this, Andrea, with your clients, but I find that if I tell people like we have to embrace that change, it almost is like an annoyance. I feel like it's received as like, oh, right, well, you can tell me that, but it, you know, you don't know what's going on in my head sort of thing. And I get it. Like, I have compassion for that because I feel it too. So I'm not saying, like, don't feel that way. But how do you deal with that? Just that, like, kind of resistance to the words embrace it? Well, the resistance is coming from the fact that sometimes it's hard to be successful or fit. Like, they're almost equally as hard success and failure, right? So, what if it's okay to embrace whatever comes your way and trust, okay, so here's going back to trust, that you will be able to figure out what to do no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. So there's a part of this big thinking that really has to do with having the confidence in yourself that you will be able to handle anything no matter what, right? So I think that's how you move past this, being okay with that. Yeah, that's really good too. Lots of good gems here. Love it. Okay, Mm -hmm. what is S? So S stands for securing support. Okay, so this kind of sometimes seems obvious. Other times it's like, of course I have support. Mm -hmm. But I really want people to pause and think about what does support look like for you? Who is your support team? And what would it be like if you had an abundance of support and really support for an adult, for an entrepreneur is kind of like that security blanket you had when you were five. So everybody likes to feel comfortable going back to comfortable. And when you were a kid, you know, you had your pacifier, your stuffed animal, your security blanket, and you would snuggle up under your covers. But when Mm -hmm. you're an entrepreneur, you know, it's almost as if the covers have been ripped off of you and you're very vulnerable right? There's no security blanket. There's no pacifier. So I say this kind of support that you need as an adult is our other adults, other people to serve as your board of directors, so to speak, other people to be your sounding board, other people to run ideas by. And oftentimes women, especially if I ask them this question, I said, well, who supports you? They'll say, oh, my partner, my spouse, my family. They're super supportive. Cool. Like, yay. I'm so glad that's happening for you. But that's really not the kind of support I'm talking about because those people want you to be comfortable, right? They want, they actually even want things usually to stay the same a little bit because if you change and something's changing for them. Yeah. So your spouse, while 
super supportive is playing the role of support in a spouse way, right? Doing their job. But securing support outside of your family is really what needs to happen if you're going to be a big thinker. So a lot of times my clients will say to me, Andrea, I don't know how you do it, but you totally just tell it like it is. (laughs) You ask me the hard questions, but in a very loving way, right? So who's asking you those hard questions? Who's helping you see all the possibilities that are out there beyond what you can see in your present self? That's what I'm talking about. So coaches, mentors, not even mentors, because mentors sometimes won't even ask you necessarily the hard questions. Sometimes they do. But someone that's going to serve as a little dose of like reality plus possibility. Yeah, That's what I mean when I talk about secure support. What if we don't have that? What if we look around and evaluate and realize that everyone in our circle is making us more comfortable? So that there's so many options on how to secure support. The thing that I like to say, though, is there's options that will trigger sort of what I call passive action. And then there's options that will trigger massive action. So listening to this podcast, I am all in on. I I have my own podcast called Time to Level Up. Reading a book, clearly I'm all in on it. Like You need to go read two things big. But those are forms of passive action or passive support. Massive action or massive support or vehicles which will drive you to take action no matter what. They will hold you accountable. So it could be a colleague. It could be a coach. So some of these things are still free. Some of them you might have to invest in. But what better thing to invest in like what, what, what better than investing in someone that's going to help support you and feed that inner nudge? Like, why would we not want to do that, right? So usually why the reasons we don't want to do it, I, people, I always say time, money, or what other people think. Mm. So you have to kind of go to that future you who has time, who has money, and doesn't care what other people think. And you have to ask that future you what support you should be seeking right now. Oh, gosh, that's so good. Uh, Investing in a coach is something I put off for so long, and it was scary. It was... Why did you put it off? Because of money, for sure. Because of the investment. Okay. So what did you think? Did you... Do you love that reason? No. I mean, I was frustrated with myself. Like, what are you doing? I knew I needed it. And then I got to a point where it was so... Like, life was just so painful without it, and I, I knew it would get easier everything would get easier with a coach. And I made the investment. It was really hard and scary, but I'm so glad and I will never go back. <laughs> well, it's it's usually if someone invests in a coach, I mean, if we're talking in a business yeah. setting, there's all sorts of coaches out there. There's health coaches, spiritual coaches, sure. right? But yeah. if we're talking in a business setting, like one of the goals of coaching is to create generate more revenue for you. And I, like, I have a mastermind that I call it Runway to Freedom. Like my clients in there, they want more, they want more freedom of time and money and energy. And that's like what we're doing. We're, I call them freedom finders. Like we're making decisions to support that. So I think sometimes we forget it. We just see like that decision you are making from your present you, you were looking mm. at your bank account, right? Yep. Which is human, yep. but really 
you had to access your future you and all the things that were possible in order to take that leap. I mean, that's a great example. It's so true. Yeah, because when you do go to that future you, you know, you know the answer. You do. You totally know the answer. You totally know the answer. And you know that, you know, I always say like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay. So someone's like, well, if we're talking about money, the worst thing that could happen is like, I invest in this coach and then I don't make money or, and I am at a loss. Okay. And, but I always say like, yeah, but what are the, all the other things that you would have gained in the process? Yeah. And they're like, you're right. I would, t- I would hundred percent learn something. I bet other things in my life would have changed, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you've got to like, again, equal airtime, right? Right. To all the amazing things that could happen. Don't just go to the place of all the pl- things that might not happen. Yeah. That's just not fair. You're not being fair to yourself. And there are so many things that are unexpectedly good that can happen mm-hmm. that you have no idea what they are, but they will likely come about as well. They will. Yeah. I bet they will. I think that's my favorite one. Okay. What is your last T? So T stands for take action. Okay. So all the things we've been talking about today, you know, I love when people like, I do this, I do this too. Like, oh my gosh, Megan's podcast today. There were so many great nuggets. So good. Okay. Yeah. But what are you doing? Where's the massive action from it? What are you, what's going to change or what are you going to try as a result of listening to this today? Right. So I don't, I like to say too, we don't need to know all the steps. We just need to know one next step. So where you want to go also doesn't have to be like a super clear picture. It doesn't, we don't have to have an exact location. Like if you type into your GPS, you know, take me to Chicago, that's it. You just type in Chicago. It's going to get you going on the right path. You don't need to give it an exact address in Chicago for it to work. So you just need to take a step moving towards Chicago. You need to get in the car and take a right or whatever it is. So you need to take action and not put up big roadblock, which is probably like, yeah, but I need to know all the steps. I need to make sure there's the sure part. I need to make sure this is going to happen. I always love when people say to me, like in a consult call, you know, we'll kind of get to the end. I'm like, okay, so do you think this is something, because coaching something you want to invest in? And they're like, yes, yes, totally, totally. But I just have to think about it for a night. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Like, I'm all about thinking about things clearly with my title of my book. But he, I always ask them, I ask permission. I'm like, can I put my coach hat on? And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay, what exactly are you thinking about? Yeah. No one has a good answer to that. Like searching. What am I thinking about? Crap. What right. is it? <laughs> what is it? Like, well, I want to make sure this is in the budget. Well, guess what? You got on this call knowing what your budget yes. was. Right? Yep. You know how much is there. Like, that's not true. What are you really thinking about? And it's your brain trying to search for evidence to support your decision. It's trying to look for those concrete facts, but it only knows like the present day. Yeah. So your brain is only looking, is only going through its database usually of what's happening, what has happened in the past or is happening in the present. It's up to you to shift kind of like, or turn the dial and say, brain, go look for evidence from future you. There's where you're going to find your answer. So, and usually that future you is, is like, hey, 
you should take action on whatever you're thinking about. Let's go. Yeah. So that last T in trust stands for take action. I love it. I feel like, okay, so when I did make the decision to hire a business coach a few years ago, Andrea, I told you I was scared. I was terrified. Like that's so much money. But I will tell you once I did it, I feel like the universe rewarded me for it because it was so scary. It was such a leap of faith that Mm -hmm. like almost immediately good things came. Like I got like financially something came into my path that I had no idea was coming. So many things kind of stacked up in a good way. So I feel like if you know, if you can tap into that future you, you know you need to take that step, even though it's scary and you do it, you're kind of surprised with amazing things. Do you find that too? Yeah. I I find that even just even after someone makes the decision that they're going to, they're going to invest in themselves, like just the decision, we even have to meet once. Just the decision. Yeah. Right. Just literally just the decision. They instantaneously things start to change. Yeah. Because that decision is taking up so much brain space. And it's when I talk about freedom, it's super freeing to be like, yes, I'm doing this. All of a sudden, way more possibilities open up and opportunities open up. And that makes a huge difference. Oh, there's so much power in that. That makes a huge difference. And coincidentally, my business coach taught me this, that the word decision means to kill off any other option, like literally to kill. So when you (laughs) decide something, everything else is killed off. So then you clear space for opportunities and good things. That's a hundred, a hundred percent true. I love that. I've never heard, yeah. like, thought about it that. It's way, very yeah, I love powerful. That. Like, yeah, it's just like you killing. need to decide. Yeah, and I always go back to like, what's the worst thing that could happen? And usually, yeah. it's like nothing that's earth shattering or nothing that's worse than right now. And I then like, okay, let's give airtime to what's the best thing that could happen. And then you, you know, you can almost see on someone's face this big weight lifted off of them, and they, the excitement is there. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's true. All right. So this is going to be published at the beginning of 2024. I really hope this is inspiring. Take yourself through those that acronym of Andrea's. So the trust, thought options, what is the real problem, uncertainty, embrace the uncertainty, secure your support, and take action. I think that's probably where you need to go now, like the action, right? Like you can think yeah. through all of this, but then yeah. actually act on it. You do. Yeah. You do. So whatever, like, what is your next best step? Is it securing the support, right? right? Is it changing the way you're thinking about something? Like what's, what is that next best step? That's, that's for you to figure out. And, and we're both here to help you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell us about your book. Okay. So the book is called She Thinks Big, The Entrepreneurial Woman's Guide to Moving Past the Messy Middle and Into the Extraordinary. So if you're listening and you've got a business and you're feeling like things are like you're you're stuck, you're in that messy middle phase, this book is really a guide to help you move past that. And you can buy the book on Amazon. You can also go to shethinksbigthebook.com, which will guide you to Amazon, but will also give you some free bonuses. And once you get your hands on that book, I highly encourage you to download the accompanying free toolkit because Again, there's lots of goodies in there and resources for you to dig into. So she thinks big, the book.com is the place to head to. 
for the book. I love it when books come with goodies. That's super exciting. They do. Yay. Everyone go check it out. Grab a copy. I'm super excited for you. Love the topic. I think this is so important for women in this time. We're just, oh yeah, it's so easy to get into that small thinking. So congratulations on all of this, Andrea. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's taken some big thinking for me to get to this place. Yeah. So, and I love... I love helping other people do it. Yes, I can definitely tell that. Well, thank you for joining me and thank you for delivering this value to start the year. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you again. Do you have either a favorite quote or words of inspiration to leave us with today? Well, I might have shared this last time, but it is my favorite. So I'm going to share it again. So being an entrepreneur is really a journey in personal development disguised as an entrepreneurial adventure. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) So... We all think it should be rainbows and daisies and adventurous. And really what it is, it can be rainbows and daisies, but it can have a mix of other things. It's just a journey in you becoming the next best version of you, which is really why when I coach, yes, I'm coaching business, but I'm coaching life too, because it's all fair game. (laughs) Oh, love that so much. Perfect way to end. We'll put together another show notes page for you, Andrea. You can go to eblogtalk.com forward slash she thinks big to find those. Do you want to mention like social media and other places people can find you? So I tend to love Instagram more than Facebook. So you can find me there, andrea.libros.coaching. And I'm on LinkedIn. And I also have a podcast. So whatever podcast player you're listening to, to Megan and I on today, you can find my podcast, Time to Level Up. There's over 160 episodes probably at this point. And the links to all of these things, everything we talked about today, they're all at Andrea's with an S, links with an S.com. There's a link to my website, links to social media, the podcast, and a link to also book a call. If that is something you're interested, I'm always happy to just do a complimentary call to help you move forward. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andrea. And thank you for listening, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you posted it to your social media feed and stories. I will see you next time.